Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. Uh, this is Patrick Timpone and uh, OneRadioNetwork.com. It is a Friday morning, the 6th of January. Isn't that the date when this whole thing happened at the Capitol two years ago? 6th of June? I think so. Boy, what a mess that was. What a mess it still is. <laughs> I mean, two people, is it just impossible for people to just tell the truth? I mean, what is crazy, you know? I don't, I don't understand. I, I just don't understand. Unbelievable. What's going on on the earth plane out in the matrix is just pretty crazy. But we, we do everything we can to uh, not delve too far into the matrix because you dip your toe in the water and before you know it, little crocodiles are, are jumping up and biting off your toes and then your feet and then your calves and then God knows what. And you're, <laughs> and you're in, you know, you're just in. And then it's just a black hole of nonsense. It's, it's, just amazing to me that uh, uh, what's covered in the news online with all the different places you might go to see the news and different places I go to see headlines and the news and I can only imagine what's on television which I which I don't do, uh, of course, and I know most of you don't as well. Um, and then all the podcasts. Everybody has a podcast now. And um, it, it, none of it is, is none of it's interesting to me at all. Uh, to me, it's just all stupid because it is you know none of this stuff um, has any relevance in my life and uh, until we souls and I'm here to help you understand this one of my jobs is that the only the only reason we're here is to know that we don't belong here and can can work our way out of here uh, when we leave, die, and maybe not have to come back and do this whole thing again. I love the quote, um, Kenu Reeves, the fellow that did The Matrix. I think uh, somebody put a meme up on, on Faceplant and he said The Matrix was not a film, it was a documentary, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. I mean, the idea was just great, and uh, why why everybody uh, became a classic and the whole red pill thing. What a classic. And so we're on board to... Um, Um, to continue to do everything we can on this show as long as it lasts and then also um, uh, produce movies where I'm going to produce movies and write, write screenplays to bring out um, a lot of these ideas in different ways in dramatic ways that will help people to understand the 
what's going on here and why we're here and who we are and what's it all about, Alfie. To me, I, I can't, um, I just can't think of any uh, better um, job to do this lifetime. I mean, whoa. Just cannot think of any better job to do, really. What else is there to do? Either that, or you just get involved in in it, and then you're just part of it, and it's just all nonsense. You know, the, the biggest scam, and this has been going on for a long time, but, but I think the biggest scam today, the big scam, is convincing people through the media that uh, uh, who the president is or who matters, or <laughs> you know, or who you, you know, who governs. These people are going to do whatever they want to do, as long as they want to do it, and continue to do it until the whole thing just falls apart. They're never going to change. They're never going to ever do anything that's uh, that's for the benefit of you and me, ever. Have they ever done anything? Can anybody name me? Just call me or email me. Tell me if a government has ever done anything uh, that's been beneficial for the people. 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. So of course the you know the the media just uh, this is what they do to and they they've got you know virtually everybody but probably not you uh, convinced that this stuff all matters <laughs> who the president is or who it is or you know I wouldn't be surprised if uh, these elitist, uh, what, what did Jason, oh, sorry, what do you call him? Uh, I see my notes here. Hi, Doodle. Jason Christoph, what do you call him? <laughs> it was good. Man. The, the mentally defective parasite class. I need to remember that. Jason Christoph, who was on the show, the mentally defective parasite class. Oh, speaking of that, we're going to talk about parasites from a my perspective, which is different than Jennifer Daniels' perspective. I'm, I, mine's just a theory. Of course, so is hers. Everybody just has a theory. Nobody knows for sure, whatever. You know, it's all theory. But then once you know something for sure, like, you know, if you don't eat meat, you're going to die, or everybody needs to eat meat, you know, that we kind of fell for a little bit. Not really. I mean, I still eat a lot of meat. still do. I think carnivore is a good diet. I think eating meat is a good thing. Um... But, you know, it's just... And the whole thing is so ridiculous. I, I've been just uh, just laughing to myself and talking to God over the last month or so where I just, you know, walking around and doing my work or exercising or walking with Doodle and just, you know, I just laugh because it's just so ridiculous. The whole thing. <laughs> the earth. Just, just ridiculous. So that's why we we continue to talk a lot about to a boutique kind of audience. As we said often, there's kids on YouTube with cats that look like Hitler that have 50 times our audience. You know, I never, it's a good thing that I've never really, (laughs) you know, if 
being big was a was a, a measure of my success, well then I would be a dis- disaster. Because the things we talk about, it's, it's you know most people don't want to hear it because they're just busy just <laughs> being whatever they are. Not criticizing them, but it's not interesting to me. Do the same old thing, lifetime after lifetime, you know, being involved in stupid stuff that doesn't matter, rather than uh, doing some spiritual work and blowing this popsicle stand and having a happy life. I mean, if you want to do that, I mean, you, yeah, I know, you wouldn't be here because you're not going to get that here. You get some raw eggs here, though. Why have been doing that? Man, it's one of my fave things. You put four, four to six raw eggs in a glass and then put a little ghee in there with some salt and just have this for breakfast. The egg people, the, the raw egg people, uh, suggested it's really the fat and the cholesterol um, in the eggs rather than the protein. And it really is, doesn't have a whole lot of protein, but fat, cholesterol, good stuff. And uh, the more we look at it, we like to look at it like this. Now, the more we look at it, like we used to do that when we were kids. Now, look at it like this. My brother would look at me and I go, um, the more we look at it, uh, it's really the fat, you know, the fat is the really, uh, even much more than the protein, you know, the carnivore thing. And uh, there's a few of the carnivore folks that really understand that. I think kilts does, and well, they all do. Not, not Chafee so much, kilts, uh, uh, and Joey Schwartz, uh, who we had on, and I was on his show too. I need to uh, email him and see if we can get that video, and we'll put it up. He invited me on. We had a good comment. He's a cool kid. Just a young whippersnapper. And we found him and put him on the show mm, three or four months ago. And he's got his own thing. And he's a rock star now. Um, but anyway, the fat, the fat seems to be the, the, the real, uh, you know, so I've just been thinking about more ways to do more fat. So I've been kind of getting into avocados. Um, of course, butter and ghee and milk, goat's milk. We get raw goat's milk and um, bacon. Got a lot of fat there. And then beef tallow. Pretty much just live, you can live on the all fat stuff and certainly don't need to eat uh, meat every day like uh, some of the carnivore people think. I don't think you do. I just don't feel that. You can if you want. Uh, it just depends on, on you know on how you feel uh, and what will work for you. Our phone number is 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. I feel terrific, spiritually, mentally clear as a bell. Uh, but my energy kind of thing is like, because I was up most of the crazy most of the night working on my body and this happens from time to time where I'll wake up uh, one or two in the morning after being asleep for maybe three hours and I'm just clear nothing going on just oh I need some water You know, then I just lie there and start talking to God and I say, what's going on? What do you want to do now? What should I go? Where, where, what's, what's be something, a good place to go or visit? You know, soul travel. Then last night I, um, I got real quiet and the way I do it, it's really fun. You can, you can play with this idea. Uh, it's uh, tied in with the whole breathing thing that Adam talks about in Buteco breathing, where you're actually barely breathing, you know, just barely breathing. And the breathing that you do, that you do, is a little bit like, 
little snippets. It's 180 degrees opposite of the deep uh, belly breathing, kind of deep breathing. We actually put a, a video on the front page about it that really has a, some really great uses um, for where I am in my physical, spiritual um, thing, because it's all the same. Um, that doesn't work well for me at all. I do these deep breaths, you know, bring the stomach out and bringing the chest up and doing the whole thing. And it doesn't feel feel that good. So what I like to do is kind of just play a game with myself. And I say, self, okay, here's what I want to do. Uh, I'm just going to know that I'm soul and I'm outside the body a little bit, a couple feet, hanging out there. You can visualize that and then you are. And you can actually see that you are. And then and then you say, well, I'm not going to breathe. Me, as soul, I'm not going to breathe at all. I'm just going to look and feel what happens when I stop breathing. You know, and see what the body does. It's really cool. Because the body will go for a long time without needing to breathe. It feels a little a little funky, a little bit, but uh, if you just hang there and relax and relax, you're not breathing, and, and you're not holding your breath, you're just simply not breathing. And you can do that for a long time, and then when, you, when the body does need to breathe, which it does, obviously, you don't do it, you just let the body do it. And you'd be surprised that when the body does it, most of the time it's just like, because it wants to stay in that neutral position of soul not um, forcing the body to breathe, not breathe, not do anything. And this, in my opinion, this is where the healing really happens. I mean, I can, I can do it where I'm in bed and maybe I didn't chew as well as I maybe should have or could have a meal two hours ago, um, or I maybe ate a little bit more than I needed to, which we, we all get, we all do, because it's so good. And then it feels like a little bit of, you know, just energy in the stomach, upper stomach down there, just kind of like, you know, like uh, after Thanksgiving dinner or something. And you'd be surprised the more you look at this more carefully, the more the easier it is to get to that point because we're very we become more sensitive. You know? But you'd be surprised when you do that with just letting the body be in a neutral position without breathing, without not breathing, just letting it go. That all kinds of great things happen in the stomach and and in the body where it'll just start digesting everything. Just it'll you can hear it. It'll just start going. You you've heard it where your stomach does this turnabout thing, and it'll go, it'll just start doing that. And the only reason it's not doing that as much or as quickly is because we're in there, uh, we're in the body, and we're not, um, well, we're not 100% relaxed. It's, we just aren't. Uh, We work on it all the time, and that's our goal, is to be 100% relaxed in our body all the time, and then when we do that, then you don't age, and then you don't get sick, and nothing happens except you have fun. Now, it's a little tricky, you know, I'm working on it, because I'm experimenting with it, but you can do it. I mean, that's how it all works. Um, So, uh, last night, I did this thing, at like two in the morning, say this morning, and then I just kept going deeper and deeper and then I start feeling uh, tension uh, in my neck where it's there, but until you really, 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 really relax, you don't even know it's there because we're, we live with it 24-7, right? I mean, when you really start doing this, you'd be surprised all of the tension you can work out 
with yoga or neck stretches or chiropractic or body work. You can go so deep and you don't even know it's there. We don't even know it's there until you really relax. You say things like, man, I'm familiar with that, with that little pain in my hip. You're familiar with it, but until you really get in there um, and feel it, you don't, you don't even know it's there. That's just becoming more conscious of the, the soul, mind, body connection thing. So I started doing that this morning about two. Man, I was moving all over my bed, stretching and going, yow. And I was digging into places that felt like I've been there for 20 years. Really cool. It's hard to describe, of course, because it's, you know, it's just a personal thing, but you can do that and, uh, um, you know, get out on a, on a yoga mat and just start breathing and relax and start stretching into places where it's tight. And, you know, I started doing that a couple of years ago and still do it. And it's crazy the amount of tension that we are holding on to just walking around on the earth plane. I mean, it's just amazing. It's, I'm just flabbergasted that, I'm, that I do as well as I do. Um, and again, as I sit here, I don't feel anything. I don't feel any tension in my body, a little bit in my neck, because I didn't quite get it all up here this morning, but I'll get to it this weekend. That's just a beautiful thing of becoming more aware of the little aches and doodads in your body. Is your that's what healing is about. That's where the healing happens as we go deeper and deeper and deeper. So I would really encourage you um, on a lot of fronts, but to um, start thinking about this about your body and what you can do to um, whatever you can do to let go or to dig into. Some, some areas of your body. Oh man, there's all kinds of things you can do. Certainly massages and uh, most massages are pretty superficial, but if you can find a deep tissue body person, you could start going to somebody and having them and they'll open up a lot of these things and then it'll be easier for you to do it at home. I find a, a really good body worker or a rolfer, um, acupuncture, anything that you can do to to. Um, settle in and become more aware of the um, engrams or the energy surrounding um, surrounding uh, uh, in your body. I noticed uh, last night, and I felt this before this morning, that I have a lot of um, 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 energy on the right side of my face as opposed to the left side, the right side being the female side. It's always about a girl, right? And, and with, with, with all the different uh, uh, lovely relationships I've had over this lifetime with, with females, I could see how that could happen. You know, with just interactions and stuff. Breakups and, you know, it's just life. But I can actually, you can actually see it in the mirror on my, on my face. The right side of my face is a bit more um, contracted because of tension, so, but that's going to all get worked out uh, as I continue moving forward. It's pretty interesting because there's abs- nothing, you know, nothing that's in the mental or the or the emotional plane that's not in the body. So, you know, I could feel it and see it, and then the more I relax, and the more you can, uh, the more it'll just let it go, and then you just you look differently. You know, you you just because we're always changing. Uh, the way we look, because um, we're always changing our state of consciousness. So what generally happens with with humanoids, God love them, is most folks, as you know, and we've all done it in many lifetimes, not a criticism, we go through our entire lifetime and don't even think about the stuff I'm talking about here this morning, pretty far out. It's pretty out-of-the-box stuff, and I get that. Uh, but folks don't, and because they were never taught it, and they just, um, you know, they have this religion, and they do the religion, and they believe in this, and and then they they gradually get older and older and older, and uh, you know, get older, and then they die, and this is what pretty much uh, everything, the way everything happens. 
on planet Earth. And then, then we create these diseases as we go. And um, there's just no doubt about it that all of this uh, energy, um, all of the uh, many years, for me, I've always been sensitive in my gut and colon, so I've always kind of been off and on, constipated uh, up until maybe five years ago. Um, just It was just a thing for me. And, you know, you do everything possible, but it's just tension, just tension that builds up everywhere, around your kidneys, around your lungs, your stomach, and it's just there. And we don't know it's there, but um, um, it's there. And then people, you know, have constipation or irritable bowel syndrome or heartburn or uh, acid reflux, and it's all, it's all tension. And, um, of course, 95% of the people out there, they'll just deal it with on a physical level, level, uh, level and go to the doctor and do, you know, take acid blockers and, you know, and even in the natural world, you know, it's all about um, 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 apple cider vinegar for heartburn, and it's all great. These are, but these are all really uh, just um, um, like uh, just it's just like taking a drug, only it's a natural drug, like like vinegar. Nothing wrong with it, and if it helps your acid reflux, take it. But you, you just want to know that you don't have a an apple cider vinegar shortage. Therefore, that the acid reflux is a is a tension thing, spiritual problem. Uh, of old things you haven't worked out, and um, they're never going to really end until you get to that point. So that's what our show is about. Um, again, it's a boutique, uh, what we call a boutique uh, um, talk show, because um, you know most people don't want to look at things this deeply. It's just too much. You know, I'm just thinking, no, I'm not going to do that. No, you're crazy. No, no way. But a lot of you do enough to keep us going. Uh, we've, um, and we've, we've really had some nice uh, um, coaching sessions. So if you'd like to learn how to do this, uh, what, I'm, what I'm talking about, and get deep into um, yourself, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, uh, we can do a session. This is what I do um, a lot. Not a lot, but we've done quite a few already. Maybe... 15 or so. Um, it's called Patrick in Your Pocket, and we do a, an hour session on um, Zoomy. And, you know, I don't, we don't just say, okay, hour's over, you're done. Now, you know, people always say, oh, my hour's up, uh, you know, yeah, I, I won't, no, I don't want, just keep going. It, it, you know, it's really loosey-goosey. I'm not uh, sitting there with a stopwatch. And, and we'll talk about whatever it is you want to talk about, and people are ha- really having a good experience. And I'm going to ask them, oh, the last five or so to do a little testimonial so we can put that on there. But I'm really good at it because I'm very aware of my surroundings and who I am as a soul. And uh, I don't do any healing. You know, this whole idea of, I get, I get emails all the time, I know this healer and you should have him on the show. It's all, uh, it's, uh, the, you know, it doesn't work like that. No. People don't heal you. Nobody heals you except you. You know, divine spirit um, will can heal us, but it believe me, it's with our participation. It just doesn't do it and um, come in and clock out something. It just doesn't work like that. I wish it did, but it doesn't. It just doesn't. Everybody that's healed themselves or have, have trusted God and healed from cancer have been involved in the process. They may not be conscious of it. may have happened on the inner planes in the dream state, but they were conscious of it because um, uh, God just doesn't work like that. Oh, George, yeah, you've been a good guy, so I'm just going to get rid of your cancer. Bye. No. Doesn't work like that. Anyway, I don't want to get too off the subject. But if you'd like to uh, do a coaching session and we relationships or I can teach you how to uh, get into your body and uh, get rid of some things that 
maybe have been troubling you for years and get to the root cause and help you get off some medicines. I don't do medical advice. Just email me, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. We had a great show with Fred uh, Wednesday. Is today Friday? Fred Dachewski. Uh, it was a really good show. And, uh, he he kind of talked about what he thought would be going on in 2023. And um, uh, please listen to the show. It's on our front page, or you can go on BitChute and watch it if you want to see Fred and I, Fred Dachewski, and his company, U.S. Coin Capital. And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I mean, I tell you what. This is the big one. Andrew Goss and I used to um, muse and just were, were kind of flippant about the idea. And remember we would call people the crashaholics and the collapsitarians because they were always talking about the dollar was going to bomb and the stock market was going to bomb. And, you know, and Andrew, Andrew's great line was, uh, well, this thing is not going to, uh, to, to crash until they run out of zeros. And I think for the most part, well, he has totally been uh, accurate. My good buddy, Andrew Goss, who, who left us three years ago. Has it been three years now? Three or four? It was in January. I guess it's three years. Um, uh, yeah, they're not going to stop. <laughs> they're just not going to stop printing money. And it'd be great if the, if the government printed the money. Like what happens in our screenplay, The Real World of Money. Uh, uh, you know, then at least you wouldn't have debt. You would just print the money, but... Uh, this system is so belly up that uh, the Federal Reserve Bank and the banks create the money and then we borrow the money from the banks. We the people and bank will create half a million dollars and loan it to us. They create it on a computer, then loan it to us and then we pay it back with interest. This is why mom said, uh, Mary, you should marry a banker. It's how it works. So the whole thing is so dysfunctional and totally running on one word. What's the word? Does anybody know the word? What's the word? Confidence. Confidence. It's a confidence game. You've, you've seen some of the great movies where uh, they had confidence game People we had one series that was really good. I forget the name of Anyway, here's the confidence game guy. It's just about confidence. And that's the only reason that the Federal Reserve Bank of New York can create dollars and the banks can create, can create dollars. And we're, we borrow them, and I've done it, on credit cards. Because uh, people have confidence that the dollar is going to be around for a long time, and it probably will be. I don't know how long, but you know, until the masses catch on and um, and figure out that this inflation is all caused, you know, it's all it's all controlled, uh, controlled operate, uh, controlled op- controlled demolition. This inflation, which is probably about twenty five percent, is all caused by money printing. That's all. Uh, but, you know, most people, God love them, they don't want to hear this stuff. It's too complicated. No, man. Too complicated. But we understand how it works. So uh, we encourage you to do something really good for yourself. And if you understand this game, you might want to get some gold and silver coins. And a good way to do it was with Fred and his company, 800-878-2646. And he has a small staff, but they're mighty and um, great staff. And they'll talk to you. And you can get some, he was talking about some 1835 
of pre-1835 silver dollars. Let's see my notes here. That sounds great, right? Yeah, 18... Uh, 19, I'm sorry, 1935. Pre-1935 silver dollars. He has a bunch of them, and if you'd like to get some, I think they're running... Um, since these are numismatic coins and you have a full ounce of silver, uh, these are collectible coins. They're engraved in the cases. I think they're around 200 bucks. And um, these are going to be worth a lot of money someday, we think. Um, remember when, when coins are printed at the mint, uh, there's only a certain amount that are printed. So you get a 1932 uh, silver dollar. Um, that's all that's, you know, 1932 Certainly, some kind of silver dollar. That's the only they only printed so many thousand, and that's it. And um, come the revolution is these, this whole idea with um, um, uh, money and debt and gold and silver becomes more in people's awareness in the next few years. And there's no doubt it's gonna. It's, it has to. You know, more and more people are talking about it, and because, you know. These things are affecting people's lives. All this stuff, right? Milk and coffee and sugar and meat and, you know, crazy stuff. It's just going up gas. So more people are becoming more aware. So, oh, yeah, I'm so relaxed after after doing that body work. For probably three or four hours I was just doing that. I'm yawning a lot, so uh, please excuse that. I'm not yawning because I'm bored, just because I'm more relaxed. And the more relaxed we are, the more uh, um, the more we yawn, and the more we yawn, the more relaxed we get, and the more we let go of stuff. Yawning is a beautiful thing. For my first meal of the day, I like to make a blended drink, and I'm always basing my blended drinks around colostrum. Colostrum adds so much creamy flavor and texture that if you don't have it, smoothies start to seem a little bit watery to me. Now I'm going to be combining it with a bunch of other ingredients, but it really is the all-star. Colostrum has so many health benefits. Probably it's best known for its effects on the immune system. There's actually an article in PubMed showing colostrum to be three times more effective against flu and flu symptoms than flu vaccines are, even in high-risk patients. It's incredible for fighting flu and other viral-type infections. It's also really good for building lean muscle mass. In fact, it contains all 89 of the known mammalian growth factors. It's also very good for the gut lining. So people who suffer from things like Crohn's, IBS, uh, leaky gut syndrome, a lot of those folks are using colostrum in the regenerative process to heal and restore their gut lining. And one of the things I love about it is that it's a complete food. So colostrum contains everything a mammal needs to thrive. It contains all of the essential amino acids. It contains all of the essential lipids or fats. It contains all of the essential glyconutrients. Those are essential sugars that we need for our immune function. So it's got all of that and all those growth factors, which means this is really a complete food for human beings or for any other mammals. Tastes great. It's got the fuel I need to get through the day, and it's got all those added health benefits thanks to the colostrum tube. It surely does, and it's great, great, great bright product. Just was doing an email here and got confused. <clears throat> uh, they have chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, um, and the original. So we got original, vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry, and they have all different sizes. So uh, the big one is you get. Um, uh, the, the, you know, the bigger the one, the, the less per ounce thing that you have. You know how that works. <laughs> you know how that works? Sure you do. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. On Wednesdays and Fridays, we do a little thing here called It Takes a Long Time to Get Young, which is our uh, registered trademark. I was really glad I did that. It's a great, it's a great kind of moniker, isn't it? it? Takes a long time to get young. 
So we registered that puppy with the United States Patent Office and the title of our upcoming book and also uh, our screen, one of our screenplays. Takes a long time to get young. Because it really is the deal. And why the body ages, all the things we talk about. Um, how do I... Oh, Jennifer, yeah, I like your idea on the body work, but how do you find a, a really good body worker? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, where I don't know where you live, Jennifer, but uh, you, you know, it's pretty much a, um, a networking kind of thing. Um, there's, there's different platforms in various cities. Craigslist, as one, that's not a very good one for body worker. It could be. You could ask for body worker. Um, uh, there's a thing called neighborhood, is it? Or next door. I think they have those in all the cities in the country. And uh, you'd be surprised. You could get some good leads there. Um, back in the days when they used to have all little hippie food stores, it'd be a good place to go in there, right? You know, like the co-ops. If you have a co-op, uh, these people are uh, a lot of them are into their health. Well, uh, you know, you just have to ask around. Um, and then, of course, massage people uh, advertise online in your city. Uh, but you, you know, you're gonna, you got to really be. Uh, you just want to be judicious in your in your picking and choosing someone and. Find somebody that does deep, deep, deep body massage, and then I would just uh, uh, ask Divine Spirit to guide you to to somebody, and that'll it'll it'll happen. Really, yeah, that's how that works. Oh, you didn't know that? Oh, yeah. Asking you shall receive. Just ask. Be real um, um, sincere and clear about what you want, information, whatever it is, just ask. Knock, knock. Hello, God. Now, I hope I'm not bothering you, but I really would like, seriously, I really would like, you don't bother God, I, I really would like to find a real good body worker, just the one, the kind I need, you know. And you ask. It'll come around. She, he, she, or it will come around. I shouldn't say Will come around. Okay. I've got my whole theory on parasites. Again, this is just a theory. Um, uh, I, I've actually kind of seen it in a way, not exactly... So it's more than a theory, but for what it's worth, it's just a theory. Um, I, I think that these things called parasites um, are here to help. Kind of like the government, right? I, I'm from the government. <laughs> Oh, let me do something quick. I'm the gov- I'm from the government here to help. You know, I I think um, I think they are here to help, just like the viruses and just like the bacteria. So just like the viruses and the bacteria, I think the parasites along the way um, got blamed for a lot of things, and they really need a good public relations team. Um, and I came to this conclusion over the last week. Well, I've been thinking about it. You may have heard me talk about it. Uh, Cowan is the first one that really brought it up for me, and I really trust him. And uh, Yeah, he, he's on board with it. I mean, I'm on board with him on this, on the whole parasite thing. I mean, there's certainly cases 
when we can get exposed to creepy crawlies that we are not um, used to having in our body. For example, first time you go to Mexico, they have microbes down there that we're not used to. Uh, you can get in the water, and they're not killing anybody down there. People don't try to kill them, but they're different, right? They're different uh, to people who have not this microbe in their gut, and they call it Montezuma's Revenge, uh, and you get it, and the body's just not crazy about it the first few days, so uh, you feel pretty bad, and you just have a lot of diarrhea, and then it's over, and then you're done. And then that microbe is getting along uh, with all the other microbes. So I think there are there's certainly cases for that. Um, and I guess there could be cases I'm not smart enough to know the exact details of this, but I suspect there are cases in other countries, in Africa, and places like that, uh, where you would go and you could pick up different microbes, um, and maybe some of these um, things they call malaria and all the stuff that they they blame on viruses, uh, they could be part and parcel to um, sanitation and um, all kinds of stuff. So... It's just definitely not the way we think it is that people catch malaria in the in the air because they don't. No evidence of that. Just can't catch stuff through the air. That's pretty cool. Anyway, so I would I started taking the turpentine about a week ago. Um, so hadn't taken it for a long time, so I start doing the way I do it. I like to do it with um, um, castor oil. So you can put like a teaspoon, put a teaspoon of turpentine in a big, um, a big spoon, real large, big, big large spoon. You've seen those, I think they're like big soup spoons or something. Do a teaspoon of the turpentine and then and put all the the castor oil on top of it till you fill up the spoon till it's almost spilling, and you put that in your tongue, and then you take a drink of uh, like raw milk or milk works great, and then swish it around and gulp it down. Barely taste the castor oil, so it, it kind of lubes up everything, and then also then the turpentine, and what the turpentine does, and Doctor Daniels and and others have said this. And she's been very clear on it over the years. It doesn't kill parasites. People think it does, but it doesn't. It is a solvent like DMSO, and it helps clean out nooks and crannies. Um, I th- I think it's dead material. Um, we've damaged uh, different. Um, mitochondria, we damage cells in the body and damage parts of the intestines and everything through um, toxins and, and bad diet and mostly uh, bad thinking. So we damage these cells and then the turpentine kind of cleans these cells out a little bit, cleans them out and releases some of these, this is my theory, releases some of this energy and actually physical things as physical as you get, and then the parasites go in and eat it up. So I I differ from Dr. Daniels. I'm going to bring this up. I differ from her on that. I don't think the parasites are the problem. I think the parasites are the solution, and the turpentine is allowing the parasites to uh, eat up the bad stuff. Because her theory is just a theory too. I mean, and I'll say this to her: she can't prove that the way she thinks it is the way it is. And even, even in the, uh, if you go way back, she's talked a lot about the great stories and the slaves owners, and they would take turpentine. Uh, they, they said for parasites, but there was no evidence they were killing parasites. They just assumed 
that there were, but it could very well have happened like this. Now, I could be wrong. Hey, I'm wrong all the time, but this is just my theory. And I just like the idea of not um, trying to kill anything. You know? Because it's hurting us. We kill things for food, broccoli, cows, squash, chickens, whatever. But that's for food. But to kill things because they're in there trying to kill us, not sure about that one. I just don't think, I just don't think there's any. Somebody was asking me about the word sin, and they said it was means miss the mark. Is that true? So I just pulled up the entomology. Oh, don't do that, please. Middle English, from Old English, violation of divine law. Well, maybe it is, means what it, they claim it is. Oh, offense against God. Oh, see, that's where they screw up because you can't offend God. Moral wrongdoing. Well, morals is just if it hurts somebody else. That would be, I guess you call that a sin. Injury, mischief, <laughs> guilt, misdeed. This person was sent me an email saying it meant missed the mark. Which I kind of like that idea where it's more of a it's more of a thing saying, well, you missed the mark that time, so just move on and you're good. Which is the way I believe it is when we uh, um, make a mistake. Um the same thing they do in movies when you have a take, right? And then uh, the take doesn't work well. The actress or actor forgets their line or it wasn't as, just like the director said. And they'll say, cut, um, um, Julia, Julia Roberts. Yeah, let's do, give me a bigger smile and be a little bit happier. And she'll say, sure. And she'll do that. So that's the idea of a mistake. So that was a mistake. Let's do another one. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Rather than, it's not, Julia, you're so stupid. I can't believe you did that. What kind of actress are you? We're paying you $20 million for this movie. Get it together, bitch. That would be a sin. You see the difference? Yeah, you see. (laughs) Yeah, a mistake. Sometimes they do 20 takes for one scene. Do they ever once think that Julia or whoever is stupid or dumb or no? Just missed the mark. It's not what the director wanted, the vision that he had, or she had. Yeah, boy, this uh, man, and uh, Jason Kristoff was was really on it too, I think, during his uh, conversation we had with him. Ooh, look, the sun's coming out. Could you see it? My face. Um, that this is one of their big they're big deals. Uh, you know, they, uh, what, what did Jason call I didn't need to write this down so I don't have to keep going back. <laughs> I loved it though. Whatever it was. Oh, here you are. I'm going to tear this page out so I have it. The... <laughs> Mentally dysfunctional parasite class. Man. Isn't that great? The mentally defective parasite class. 
That's much better than the elite or the boys. The mentally defective parasite class. Gotta love that one. And there he is. Anyway, he talked quite a bit and quite eloquently about it. And you can listen to his show on our site or watch it on BitChute. He's a cool guy. And, uh, and he, 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 he's gone deep, a deep dive into the whole thing of how long this has been going on for thousands of years and, uh, and that kind of thing. And, uh, and it was very clear and giving examples of how they do this. And it's really is, uh, not only about fear, but it's about guilt and shame. Oh yeah. It's about guilt and shame, which is very, very detrimental and why the religions use this idea of sin because the more you do that, then the more people keep coming back and want you to forgive their sins, go to confession. Well, we'll continue with that. Good morning. That didn't work. That was an 800 line, but no. Oh, let me see if that works. Hello? No. Probably just a robocall. Um, so guilt and shame has been used for... Come on, man. Guilt and shame has been used for... Um, forever through religions, through governments, um, to control people when... God doesn't care. You know, even that entomology thing, you know, even in entomology, they said offense against God. God does not offend it. God is just love, and you, you, you screw up, and you have karma, but God still loves you, so you don't offend God. You think God goes, I can't believe you did that. It's all made up. Anyway, um, yeah, the, the shame thing, and it happened, of course, during COVID, and putting on the mask was a, a, a shame thing, you know. I have to put on this mask so uh, I won't give you something or I won't catch what you have, you know, shame. Six feet apart, you know, that thing, six feet apart. And then... This whole man-made global warming thing, uh, shaming people for um, you know going out without their mask, shaming people for using too much um, a too big a carbon footprint, you know all that nonsense, uh, and not wanting to um, share what what you have with they with somebody else, which is you know, communism, socialism, it's more socialism than more, you know, if you have too much, then you need to give it to the other person. Shame on you for having too much. You know, it's all... So this is what they do. Now they're trying to shame people. They're driving a gasoline car and, you know, you're polluting and shame on you, get an electric car. So this is how they use... Uh, guilt and shame um, uh, to pretty good at it too. Pretty good at it. Pretty good at it. Uh, Jackie? Some people, interesting about parasites, Patrick, some people claim that parasites are a uh, function of cancer and parasites are a cause or cancer, what do you think? I, um, you know, people have been conjecturing that, Jackie, for a long time um, about cancer, that parasites uh, were one of the causes of cancer cells. And I think, my own opinion, is that parasites are at the scene of the crime, cancer cells, because they're trying to clean up the cancer cells, and the cancer cells are trying to clean up um, 
damaged tissue as well. So everybody's trying to, everyone's trying to get the body to heal more efficiently and effectively because that's how the body does. It just wants, that's what it wants to do. Just what it wants to do. So that's what the body does is to try to heal. Um, This idea of cancer cells are in there trying to kill you and you have this and then we're going to kill the cancer cells, which is the whole model is, in my opinion, and I think proven to be wrong. Just wrong. Wrong. Just the opposite. And because of that, cancer is a big business and chemo is a big business. And um, most people who do chemo don't make it out alive, but some people do. They have a strong constitution and even after chemo just kicking kick their body's booty, uh, they manage to make it out of there. But We don't recommend it. I don't do medical advice, but I wouldn't do it. Uh, I wouldn't do it if my brother or somebody else came out with cancer and they asked me, I just I wouldn't do chemo. So I think cancer, I think parasites are in there cleaning up um, the cancer cells that are cleaning up some other things. Everybody's trying to help. Isn't that a nice idea that everybody's trying to help rather than thinking that everybody's trying to kill you? Viruses are trying to help. Bacteria are trying to help. They're in our body. The herpes virus, whatever that is, trying to help. How's it possible that virtually everything we've been told and to believe in the in the realm of healing is is just wrong? How can we have an entire medical model built on false assumptions? Crazy. It's twenty twenty three. We Amazing. Amazing. Amazing grace. Um, I listened to your show with Professor Bart K. Um, I'm very confused. My God, what is happening? with people. First, the shape of the earth. Proof enough that it is not flat. Well, no. But, and now, good foods are dangerous. Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put together, you know, the cosmology truth and, and healing truth. Um, Barquet's a little, a little strange, but um, I think he is a very intelligent guy and uh, there's no doubt I mean, it's science that um, uh, these vegetables, I guess that he was uh, railing on about, uh, especially spinach and almonds and some of the other, are high in oxalates. I mean, it's it's there. It's proven. Um, people dump these oxalates when they get off of them. So, you know, just because you think uh, spinach is the best food ever, um, and you, and you think they're good, doesn't mean that he's wrong, maybe you're wrong. And please, don't, 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 don't group in flat earth stuff with everything that you think is, you know, you sound like... I've followed Martin Armstrong for a long time, and also um, your show, and I love you both. I'm, I'm good, unfortunately, at alienated people. I'm good and fortunately at alienating people with the truth. Well, okay, I'm glad you got the truth. You tell us. What is happening is no surprise to me. And while it is comforting to know that there are some out there who are not asleep, I think the majority most definitely are and need to wake up and soon. Okay? Well, you wake them up there and you let us know how that works out. My main focus has always been 9-11 
and has been since day one. Wow. And just like Martin Armstrong says, I'm certain it's all connected. Question, why am I sending you this email? I don't know. Tell me. To me, the truth is the most beautiful thing. I agree. B.S. I hear every day, everywhere, I've never heard any genuine effort to solve the crime of 9-11 and bring those responsible to the light of day. You're right there. What is the most compelling reason as to why this is and there is no one ever stepping forward to question and bring it to the light of day? All the evidence that makes it impossible for the official story to be true. Can you help? Can I help? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I can help a little bit. I think uh, this is Jim in Alberta, Canada. I think it's obvious that the U.S. military, uh, Dick Cheney, George Bush, um, the CIA, the FBI, um, um, the, uh, you know, the Jewish mafia that he calls them, all these people were involved in the thing. I mean, come on. Just like they're all involved with killing JFK 60 years ago. Was it 70 year old? Sure. So the bankers, everybody was involved in the 9 11 thing. They all did their part. You know, they all did their part. Certainly, certainly, uh, George 46 or whatever his name is, George Jr. You know, I mean, he's got a lot of karma to deal with when he leaves, and I don't wish that on anybody, but, you know, these are psychopaths, you know, mentally dysfunctional parasite class. So, you know, let me take this call. You're never going to get to the truth of it. Hello? Why do you keep doing that? Don't do it. Hmm. 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 Looking for something here.